Hello, and welcome to another episode of What the Fuck is Wrong with You People? Without getting into it, or where I saw it, or why, it appears that there is a civil war of self-identifying terms and phrases in the LGBT plus whatever community. And it's just, it's, I mean, it's a very, very personal thing. Accusing somebody or identifying somebody as something here, there, whatever. Uh, Obviously, some things are more insensitive and abusive than others. I mean, a a person who calls themselves a... uh, Attack, uh, who calls themselves an attack helicopter? I mean, seriously, you're you're just you're just being uh, abusive about the situation. I mean, I I, I mocked it in a, in a Twitter post. Um, of course, I've also seen people go beyond outrageous in some of their self identifications, and it's like seriously trying to make yourself seem more and more special than anyone else by completely removing everyone else from your category by going on this I'm and you have I I saw one person who had four or it was no it's actually up to five five identifying terms and that's not how it works They did it to try and appear more special than anyone else in an argument about self-identifying terms. And no, they they weren't a troll pretending to be somebody else. Those those people are pretty easy to pick out. It's, you know, at the same time, you, you shouldn't be dismissing people entirely, right? I've seen people use a phrase like attack helicopter intentionally to mock people who would have four plus self-identifying terms. Like, you know, you're getting into the realm of ridiculous here. I understand how that was being used and the intent behind it. It wasn't the intent behind being anti-gay or anti-anything else. In fact, it was trying to highlight the problem with how some people view self-identifying terms. And that's basically what it is. It's about people, I mean, there's a division there between people who are insulting others, people who are trying to identify themselves mostly for their own benefit because they don't want to feel like they are discarded human beings and nobody wants to feel that and that's honestly very true with thousands of groups out there you know uh, being a Jewish American in a lot of ways means something more 
to immigrants who escaped just horrible, brutal oppression than maybe somebody who is upper class Jewish American who has never or rarely ever experienced discrimination in their life. Same thing with Catholic. Um, like uh, Weird Al's family. They is very, very Catholic and they escaped a horrific purge in Europe. That means something different than a rich Catholic family that rarely or never experienced any discrimination in their life. It's all about identity, uh, feeling like you belong with somebody, um, not so much feeling special, but feeling like there is some sort of worth involved in your existence and the struggles that you and others like you have faced. In a lot of ways, you can also put this to black Americans, African Americans, or Negro Americans. And I know some people don't understand that last term. Negro does not the n-word. It's very much not the n-word. And a lot of the older generation, specifically the major main civil rights movement generation of the 50s and 60s, identified themselves as American Negro or Negro. And it was a statement of, I'm not just a color, although, I mean, it's a Spanish. And, and I also believe, well, no, 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 black uh, in French is noir, but Negro is a Spanish term. And there's a long history with that, too. But they would identify themselves as that rather than black. And I... I forget who actually said it because you know this is this all boils into um, identifying or interviews with some major civil rights leaders and why they explain different terms. And black was not used as kindly back then as it is used now. And a lot of that has to do with the stereotypes of tar babies and emphasis on the K, making it sound like a hard, mean, nasty word. K is, it has a psychological impact. You know when you say K, that sound? It's a psychological impact that's used in comedy as well as in drama to punctuate and to make a harsh sound. Anyway, so those terms have shifted 
modern generation says African-American or black and they shy away from Negro because they believe that it reminds them of the South. But if you actually go into the interviews of civil rights leaders and civil rights movements of the era, it's very much the opposite. So it's more of a generational thing in that term of self-identity. And I know all this because of my, my book that I wrote, uh, Clarence, uh, Clarence uh, Fairbanks. He is Negro. He t considers himself Negro. He doesn't consider himself black. And that's because of the social connotations. Now those have changed. And the point about that is that's probably one of the most hard-hitting uh, differences in the ideas of self-identification that our society has really faced, where you can see a flip-flop of preference as well as the modern look at the difference between African-American and Black. As Chris Rock, Chris Rock has a, a fantastic little, um, I say little, but it's a fantastic set where he goes on about African-American. He says, don't you call me African-American. I'm Black. I've been to Africa. I don't live like I'm African. I'm an American. I'm a black American. I've seen how those people live in Africa, and I am not African. Now, he says that in a way that I believe is a little bit too derogatory um, outside of the comedic intent, because com comedians are all about inciting reactions, pushing it to the edge, and making people feel uncomfortable because it's easier to get that laughter out of it. And uh, it also generalizes Africa in a way where, I mean, th there's some very beautiful, amazing spots in Africa. I haven't been there. I've, 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 uh, you know, I do my, I do my research, do my history looking around. And, there's some amazing spots in Africa that are just like, I mean, yeah, I'd move there, <laughs> depending on the country. Not going to move to Rwanda. Uh, not going to move to Somalia or wherever. Won't move to Egypt. But there are some other places. There's just some, some pretty, pretty amazing places. But uh, when he was th saying that, he was obviously evoking images of, you know, Rwanda or Somalia. And the point is, he does not want anybody identifying him as something that he does not identify with. And black American culture is a real culture. And it's a different uh, culture depending on which state you're in. And sometimes even depending on which city you're in. You know, if... Uh, you go in Denver, you're going to have a completely different 
black cultural experience within black neighborhoods or African-American neighborhoods than you would if you went into uh, Colorado Springs. <laughs> and uh, that's just a fact. I mean, that's a fact of cultural differences across the United States. And I see that a lot. I've got a couple of black friends who are hardcore Trump. And then I have some other black friends where you just, you breathe any defense of Trump in any way. And you are the fucking scum of the earth. And it may sound funny that I've ever defended Trump, but I mean, I have defended Trump for putting ketchup on steak. Like, listen, there are a billion things wrong with that man. Putting ketchup on steak is not one of them. Because ketchup is actually a steak sauce. So, you know, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you, you can't be making fun of people for doing something that benign. Uh, focus on something that is actually a problem with the man. Not something that 80% of Americans do. You know, um, so that's the whole, you know, another, I'm sorry, another example I should put out there, Latino, Spanish, Mexican, Puerto Rican, those four things, oh, Hispanic, those five things are completely different. They are completely different and separate from each other. And even those communities, people within those communities, many of them do not understand the difference because they don't discuss it out of the communities. So, sorry for the crinkling crinkle. As I said, unprofessional podcast right here direct to the live studio audience this is a pre-recorded and ridiculous podcast so anyway in general to explain it Latin America or Latino that literally applies to anybody from a Latin country who just has an affinity for anything that's Latin. And it's such a broad term, you can literally have an Italian say, I'm Latin. I'm like probably the most Latin of the, any sort of Latino out there. Because where the hell did Latin come from? Came from fucking Rome. Obviously, another group might say, that's not Latin. Latin American is the Spanish Empire. And you'll have the Spanish people saying, the Spanish Empire is from Spain. <laughs> we're, not, we're not Latin, we are Spanish. Our Spanish Empire conquered the New World and owned more than any other European country in existence. And then you have the Mexicans saying, no, 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 I am not Spanish, I am Mexican. I am Mexicano. I should say Mexican. I'm Mexicano. 
I'm Mexicano with my ancestors who were who would uh, ravage the tribes and crush all enemies up until the fucking Spaniards came over. Fuck the Spaniards. Fuck the Spanish. We are not Hispanic. We are not Hispaniol. We are the mighty Aztec descendants. We are from the Incas. Then you have the Hispanic population saying, we are from Hispaniol. We are a people of many cultures. We have many tribes behind us. We love, you know, we have, uh, we appreciate our, our European ancestors as much as our domestic ancestors because, I mean, <laughs> my, my uh, native tribes and ancestors, they just raped and pillaged each other. But, uh, you know, my Hispanic ancestors, the people who made this Hispaniol Spanish, they, uh, they brought with, with them a different form of culture and we melded it and we created our own culture here. We created a culture from both of our, our, our bloody conquerors and our bloody uh, native tribes. And we created a wonderful, beautiful culture through much hardship. And then you talk to a, uh, uh, someone from Puerto Rico and it's like, fuck you, I'm from Puerto Rico. <laughs> Screw you all. The Spanish fucked us over. The Aztecs are fucking sick. The Incas are fucking sick. You know, I mean, they just screw. I'm Puerto Rican. You could also have the uh, Portuguese and Brazil. And my point is, all these conversations with all these different ethnic groups, you get a different idea of the politics and the society involved. And what I gave was generalizations. I have. I have uh, seen people who identify themselves as Hispanic giving a comp completely different definition than one I gave. And it, it turns into a sort of weird infighting. Sometimes, not all the time, sometimes. Other times a person just says, fuck you man, I'm Latin, I love, I love, I love all this stuff, you know, fuck European conquerors. But you know, I'm also not going to rip out somebody still being hard. You know, <laughs> so fuck them all. I am who I am today. Love me for who I am today. I am Ricky Martin. I'm joking. I love Ricky Martin though. Ricky Martin's awesome. So, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm joking a little bit. I'm giving some generalizations, but I think you get it. So the fight that I'm seeing on Twitter specifically with the LGBT plus community is all about defining uh, not just themselves or their gender or their sex because there's even an argument there with that and that's like uh, you know non-scientific terms being used but hey okay however you want to define it um, the problem is that some of them are going to you know to some odd lengths and it strikes me that the uh, basic concept of what's going on in that community is a question that can be summed up by the question in Blazing Saddles. What are your pleasure? Gene Wilder says, screw 
play chess. And all Cleavon Little. I hope I got his name right. And sometimes I get him confused with someone else. But, he, you know, Sheriff Bart turns around and says, Let's play chess. And basically, that sums up what some of this argument is. You know, respect other people's identity, right? But don't go on forcing an identity on someone else. And specifically with the LGBT plus community, it's who do you like to screw? <laughs> That's as simple as the question is. And there aren't too many answers that you can add to that. You can't have 20 different answers for that question. Like, do you like to screw only men? Do you like to only screw trans men? Do you only like to screw women? Do you only like to screw trans women? Do you not care who you screw? Or do trans uh, not do it for you? Which is also a legitimate thing. The issue with this question that a lot of people don't get is that it is not a preference that someone can choose and give up. If someone is bi, they are bi. And that's because of chemical compositions in the body. No amount of science can undo pheromones or the power of pheromones and chemical attraction. And there are some people in the community that say there's no such thing. And then other people, and then they try to dictate to those other people what they should prefer or what terms they should use. And that's not right. And in particular, it seems to have been ignited within a discussion about trans place or trans identification or self-identification and the whole concept of biological attraction. And that's when it goes too far. And by too far, what I mean is people attacking other people personally and telling them how they should identify. When the actual response is a very personal one, it's if I'm Sheriff Bart and I say, okay, well, and I, if I have a reason to ask, I would say, okay, well, what are you? Basically, who do you like to do? Or, you know, if the discussion comes up, obviously I'm not walking up to people asking that out of random. Just, you know, if the discussion comes up. Or if a person chooses to offer it, it's like, eh, I'm bi. Okay, well, appreciate your candor. Uh, I'm not interested in dating you, but hey, we could be friends. Yeah, you want to you be friends? We can go out and bowl. Or, you know, for double dating, you bring your, your date, I go my date, or blind dating, you know. That's fine. If I'm asking my friend, I'm setting him up with a blind date, not that I have. But I'd say, hey man, who do you prefer? 
And this time I want to go out with a girl. Okay, dude. That's cool. It is not a situation where somebody says, Hey, I'm bi. And I'll say, You mean you're gender fluid. One, it's not my place to say that. Two, it's not my place to say that. Three, I shouldn't give a fuck. If I give a fuck, there may be, there, there's a problem with me. And it seems that a lot of people are giving way too many fucks in the wrong way. And it's within the, com the community that should be united. They should understand that there are limitations to how they dictate how people should treat other people by, and those limitations are, do not tell someone else that they cannot identify the way they want to identify. And, you know, the only time where someone should give a shit about how somebody else identifies is if somebody says, like, let's say Kevin Spacey, oh, I, you know, I'm bisexual and I like to um, experiment by asking 14-year-old boys out on dates. Like, no, motherfucker, you're a pedophile. You stop that now. That's the only time where it should really be an issue. You know? Or, and I've seen this from some people. Um, oh, I'm, I'm gay. I think he's gay. So I'm going to trick him into asking him out. And uh, I'm going I'm to try and show him that he's really gay. Like, no, dude, you don't fucking do that. I've actually seen a couple of people make the argument to justify that sort of behavior. But that's as rude as me saying, hey man, I'm straight and I'm going to ask this uh, lesbian out and I'm going to show her that she really likes men. No, that's, that's totally inappropriate. And unfortunately, there seem to be some bad actors out there who are actually pulling these kinds of stunts. That's inappropriate. Uh, you don't tell someone else what they are. You respect what they are. And uh, you back the fuck off. Because it's not your business. Unless you're actually asking someone out on a date. In which case, sorry man, I'm actually a lesbian. Like, fuck, lesbians. You know, just lighthearted joke there. Um, uh, but seriously, if someone's asking you out and they're gay, you're not gay. Hey man, sorry, but you're cool. You know, been your friend for like three months. Sorry. I gave you may have given me, may have felt like I gave you signals. So sorry about that, dude. I'm telling you value your friendship, support who you are. I'll help you look for a guy if you want. Be your wingman. But I won't be your wingman if you get that. But, uh, you know, bro forever. You know, show support. Anyway, I'm sorry, this is a half hour, very sensitive subject. But uh, I hope you guys understand what I'm commenting about and 
I'm pretty sure a lot of you have already guessed who started this conversation on Twitter because it's made the news. And um, I'm pretty sure that you guys have guessed these different sides people are on. I'm pretty sure you've figured out that the side I'm on is the side that says, listen, don't lie to somebody else about who you are to try to get them to date you or do what you want them to do. Um, say who you are what you are. Uh, at the same time, you know, it's nobody's business. If you identify as something, people should say, okay, gotcha. And they respect that. And unless you're fucking them, it is not your business to tell somebody else who and what they are. Now, I also know there's also a debate about the difference between making love, screwing, and fucking, as well as intercourse. Um, okay, listen. <laughs> uh, the only differences there are are uh, between rape and just having sex with somebody. This is the, those are the only two divisions in that in that uh, descriptive pile. So, I mean, you can't say, "Oh, I fuck men, but I make love to women." N no, dude, you you're bi. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's you know, you, you don't you don't get to say that you're straight, but you fuck men. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, be a little bit be a little bit factual there. Um, you know, th th that's that's in the realm of ridiculousness. I've only ever seen that once. I think the person was actually joking. Uh, <laughs> I'm 90% sure that they were joking. It's dry humor there. Um, but uh, I think you guys get where I'm coming from. Respect other people. It's really not your business unless you're fucking them. And uh, if you are going to fuck them or you're dating them, uh, yeah, everything needs to be laid out on the table including relationship history because that's what responsible adults do but um, so uh, take care everybody if you have any problems with what I said uh, I'll be sure to deliver it to the committee for review have fun <laughs>